GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello and welcome to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. Thanks for listening. On Friday, we looked ahead to World Table Tennis Day with two veterans of the game, Ray Murphy and Joe Martinez. And we talked about how good dancing is for the heart with Vanessa Bautista of the Cardiac Association, DJ Carl Villarrubia and dancer Nicole Victor. But first, our top story. The Deputy Prime Minister stepped down today after an inquiry report upholding two claims of bullying. In his resignation letter, Dominic Raab claimed a senior diplomat breached the UK government mandate agreed by the Cabinet of Ministers in the context of Brexit negotiations over Gibraltar. It was during his time as Foreign Secretary. It dates back to the build-up to the New Year's Eve agreement in 2020. One of the complaints of bullying focused on Mr Rubb's behaviour during those negotiations just and his subsequent actions when he removed a senior negotiator from his position. Our news editor, Christine Vasquez, joined us in the studio to unpack this. Dominic Rubb's resignation letter, where we really didn't know what was happening. We've had more of an insight into that after interviews that he's been given throughout the day. Interesting thing with this story, I think, is that it gives us an insight into the pressures and stresses that were behind the New Year's Eve agreement, which, as we all know, totally went to the wire. Mr. Rubb must have lost his cool at at the meeting. Um, And as he put it when speaking to the Telegraph, he expressed his frustration at the lack of candour. So I think that we can translate that into he lost the plot. He lost the plot because he felt that a senior UK diplomat hadn't been straight with him. He he believes the senior negotiator had put the U, had put UK sovereignty at risk, and had threatened the agreement with Gibraltar very very close to a no deal. And then of course it was made worse because he actually moved the senior negotiator to another position. Um, Although he says, look, the changes didn't involve demotion or any long-term detriment. Um, but the report has concluded that he abused his position in in relation to that official. So that's where he is today. So, so, so the bigger story in the UK is that um, Dominic Raab has had bullying claims made against him by UK civil servants, a number of them. Um, I think... In the past few minutes, um, a report has been published that looked into those claims, and um, I think we're just dissecting that report at the moment. But um, Dominic Rubb says that only two of the claims made against him have been upheld. The others have not been. But one of the two that has been upheld relates to this senior diplomat who he says... Uh, went against the agreed position uh, that the UK Cabinet of Ministers had taken in respect of the negotiating position on Gibraltar's future relationship with the EU. That's right. And what Ms Rubb is saying, that uh, although he's fi- he, he believes that the findings are flawed, he had said that there were, if there was any finding arising from the inquiry by Adam Tolley uh, KC, if there was any finding at all of bullying that he would resign, which is what he's, what he's done. So there are obviously findings of bullying. But he believes those findings are flawed and they set a precedent for the conduct of good government. 
Ministers, he says, must be able to exercise direct oversight with respect to senior officials over critical negotiations. Otherwise, the democratic and constitutional principle of ministerial responsibility will be lost. So the UK is focusing on that, on the bully, on bullying claims, on the inquiry and on the report. For us, the emphasis is it's the link to Gibraltar. Um, as I said earlier, it gives us an, an insight into what happened, that New Year's Eve agreement. And also perhaps an insight that not everybody is singing from the same hymn sheet. Which is not surprising. Not surprising, and we've heard of the military wanting their pound of flesh. We've heard the Foreign Office wanting its pound of flesh. You've got Spain. There are many players, which I'm sure adds to the complexity of the negotiations. But this is proof that different players want different things. Okay, um, at the time, you, so, so uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Dominic Raab, the UK Deputy Prime Minister who has resigned and in his resignation letter uh, he, he is uh, accused of bullying and a report that looked into the claims made by civil servants says that um, on at least two occasions uh, those claims of bullying uh, were um, were correct and uh, one of them relates to Gibraltar insofar as uh, he moved a senior diplomat, as our, our news editor has said, uh, and, and it, it relates to a period in time that, that is just before the uh, Gibraltar, Spanish and UK governments agreed the what we refer to as the, the New Year's Eve agreement in principle, which was uh, at the very end of 2020, the 31st of December uh, 2020. Uh, and Dominic Raab at the time uh, said that uh, the, the, the UK, the long-standing position uh, taken by the UK and Gibraltar uh, in respect of sovereignty uh, had been safeguarded. He said uh, that the UK remains steadfast in its support for Gibraltar. Uh, Christine, would it be fair to read between the lines and think that uh, the breach that he is referring to, um, uh, well, I mean, he, he has said it. No, he, he says that it's it, it sort of compromised UK sovereignty. So the UK cabinet of ministers had agreed its position on how it was going to safeguard Gibraltar's sovereignty in those negotiations and Mr. Rob feels that a senior diplomat at the Foreign and Commonwealth Office went too far and, and endangered that. But, but we don't know the circumstances. We don't know if that was to do with the airport, to do with the way that Schengen might operate, boots on the ground. I mean, that, that's, that's the likely sort of ballpark, no? We don't even know whether he was a foreign office um, official. But we know it's a senior diplomat, and diplomats are at the, the, the foreign says, office. Yes, senior diplomat, senior negotiator. So um, we we can assume, but no, we don't. All we know is from the side of what happened next, which was, as I said, um, him getting angry, Dominic Rubb uh, getting angry, and the fact that he moved this this personnel um and that that is what, what they're gunning for. OK, and the Chief Minister has responded uh, to say that Dominic Raab has always uh, defended Gibraltar's sovereignty uh, and has always uh, managed to, um, uh, to to pursue Gibraltar's interests in negotiations. But what's interesting is uh, that uh, Fabian Picardo has also said that Dominic Raab has and all of the officials involved in 
negotiating Gibraltar's future relationship with the EU effectively have pursued the outcomes that Gibraltar um, ha- has desired. So, in effect, it, it plays down the sort of concerns that people might have as a result of the UK deputy, the former UK deputy prime minister's uh, resignation letter. Jonathan, this morning the the Chronicle had had a story in its front page that the thirteenth round of talks is taking uh, place next week. So um, the chief minister will be sitting back on the table in official negotiations. He is nothing if not nothing anything if not a, a diplomat. So the time to be diplomatic is probably now. And Mr. Picardo's reply today is exactly that. It's very diplomatic. He's not taking sides on the side of the, the British government and he's certainly not taking he's sides. He's not going to drive a wedge between Dominic Raab and, and um, the officials uh, and, and, the and officials himself. Who continue to be involved. Not Dominic Raab, but the officials. Lots of comments coming in. Um, uh, and uh, and some of them, if you like, have been overtaken by events because it is a developing story. Uh, Chris says, more scandal within the UK government. It never ends. Nicole says, Dominic Raab going out with a bang. Some clarification would be good. I think we have clarified a little bit since Nicole's comment. We know that it was uh, towards the end of 2020, so shouldn't really have uh, an impact on uh, the uh, current negotiations. Uh, The individual uh, who Dominic Raab says went too far uh, has been moved, uh, and that's part of the claim that that the civil servant, the senior diplomat, brought against uh, the former Deputy Prime Minister of the UK. Stefan says... Al final, Margallo se va a salir con la suya. In the end, José Manuel García Margallo, the former uh, Spanish Foreign Secretary, will have his way. Uh, but um, but uh, hopefully not, I suppose, would be the retort from most Gibraltarians. And uh, we have been sold already too late, says Joseph. Again, uh, the Chief Minister has responded. If, uh, if you're just joining us, the Chief Minister says uh, that both Dominic Raab and all of the officials involved in negotiating Gibraltar's future relationships, uh, relationship with the EU and Spain, um, all of those individuals have been committed to delivering the outcomes sought by Gibraltar. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. It's World Table Tennis Day this weekend and um, it's a great sport to keep you active, to keep you fit. And we're joined in the studio by Ray Murphy and uh, Joe Martinez. And just before the break, uh, Joe, we were talking about um, uh, you know uh, what, what you were doing to, to mark this event uh, and also maybe just a, you can tell us a little bit about where table tennis is in Gibraltar, how many people are playing and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, um, when it sort of got revived again around about 2016, 2017 as a build-up to to the 2019 Island Games and we we took part in the Gotland Games where Roy Pierce went over with Tara Kenyon and Minal Viz. And in those days, I mean, when we started out and had to reconstitute the association, we had about 25 playing members at the moment registered. I think we've got about 83. That's that's good. So good growth. It's, it's been uh, going on the up, you know, and we're, we're part of the ITTF and the ETTU. We're members of both. Yeah. As I say, fast forwarding to today, obviously, we're, like we were saying before, we're, we'll be down at the Mooga Hall on Sunday from 10 till 4. Uh, normally, it's a big social 
day Sundays where all the members go and they mix and play with each other because there's no competitive matches involved usually unless there's a tournament. And it's it's just a big social occasion. But, you know, this uh, weekend, because it's a World Table Tennis Day, we're opening it to the public and uh, feel free. Anybody can feel free. We have rackets. We can provide you with rackets if you want to have a go. And some of our members will 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 give you a tryout and maybe give you some tips as well. Good stuff. So uh, um, uh, let's let's just r- remind our listeners that's on Sunday between ten a.m. to four p.m. at the Muga, which is at the Bayside Sports Complex. Yes. And let's bring in Ray before uh, before we say um, goodbye um, to you, gents. Um, we've had a, a message come through on WhatsApp, uh, which is from John. Uh, he says, great stuff. He was impressed with your skills. Because ah. if anybody's just joining us, That's you were John. able to yeah. uh, uh, control uh, the ball uh, and uh, uh, in a very limited um, uh, space. Uh, so uh, just, Ray, if you would, just champion again uh, why you think table tennis is such a good sport for people to consider taking up, even if it's casually. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, it can be played at a very high standard but it also can be played by anybody in club level it's played around the world and uh, obviously i have mentioned that the 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 benefits is eye coordination agility flexibility balance and any anybody can play a table tennis it's yeah. um, it's something which which i think is been should be played more by more people okay i mean we always like to mention that we have coaching sessions every tuesday for juniors and seniors and hope to induce more sessions in the future on radio gibraltar and on gbc television gibraltar today with jonathan scott well, we need um, to keep keep active and to keep our body active. No, we need to take care of our hearts. And one of the main areas is um, keeping active, eating well, but obviously keeping active. Absolutely. Uh, and um, and it's such a, a great way to do it, um, <laughs> dancing. Um, uh, let's bring in Nicole. Uh, I suppose for you, this is sort of like it's part of who you are. No, dancing, so uh, the fact that it's good for your heart is, 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 a, is a benefit, but, but you love dancing. Yes, definitely. I've danced all my life and I brought mom dance into Gibraltar two years ago and with the aim to help women to um, feel good in their bodies and whilst also keeping fit um, and also the mental aspect as well throughout that so a way of sweating getting the heart rate up um, feeling good and yeah just finding something fun within fitness and not making it be a chore and make it sort of something that's part of their lifestyle which they can bring in and they find fun doing every day Okay, so uh, just a quick reminder then. Uh, tomorrow, there's a dance-a-thon. Where is it? At what time? Europa Sports Complex from 11am to 11pm. And Carl, why should they pop down? Well, if you like music and you like to dance, why not? <laughs> Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar Today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.